Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast, or as it's fast becoming, the Must Hear ASAP Rocky Podcast. Or I think it's only the second week in a row, but this is like the fourth ASAP Rocky song we've done with sponsored the last... by Pretty Flacco. Yeah, so we're we're kind of on the payroll, the ASAP payroll. We need to be. You're ASAP Lynch. ASAP Lynch. You're ASAP Ramirez. <laughs> And, and ASAP Lipshots. Lipshots. Um, which is a nice little introduction. So yeah, it's <laughs> that's who we have here this week. We have Erica Ramirez, Jason Lipschitz, What's and up, myself, Joe Lynch. How's it going, guys? I'm Thanks great. for joining. I'm great. I'm here. That's all that uh, <laughs> I'm here. Erica's missing that one is a contact. hundred percent. My left contact, because I thought that there was something wrong with my left eye, and now I just feel like there's something wrong with both my eyes. I will get back to you after I go to the doctor's. It's very disorienting know. to have one know. contact in. I think I'm just going to close the left and whatever. But then that starts to hurt to just keep an eye. I, I, you need an eye patch. I did start getting so. that, like a slight headache when I took all like both of them off. But Yeah, you know. well, you're a disaster. So let's but who jump. needs my eyes on the podcast? <laughs> it's true. We don't need you to see anything. <laughs> um, let's, let's pop in. Yeah, let's start with ASAP. So we have new ASAP Rocky song called LSD. And uh, it's awesome, but why, why don't you start, Erica? This is your pick. Um, I so I don't I don't believe that the song was out before the video. Like I feel like I the think video it was, was like, not right. Yeah. So he premiered the video. Actually, Lil B premiered the video. He tweeted a link to the the video, and um, I mean, it's I, I am really in love with like the the visual of it. I mean, it goes perfect. You could kind of know what the song's about just by the title um you know he's like in this like warped kind of reality and um he as as some people that were on the at the listening at the new york listening uh the other night it, it's pretty much what the album supposedly is about is he either like talks about being on drugs and kind of coping with life and also dealing with the reality of death so apparently that's what a lot of the album is about and i think that lsd kind of gives you like a sneak peek but it's too like trippy for you to actually feel it. So like, I guess give you such a deep impact, but I think it's just, I think it's kind of perfect for him. It's a bit of a new sound. It still has that like warped kind of sound that a lot of the other stuff that he used to do had, at least in the first album, not the the last album, um, or more of the ASAP mob music. Um, so I don't even know what I was going with this, but I mean, I think the video pretty much made me kind of fall in love with the song. 
um, especially kind of, a, I don't know if it's a... It is a beautiful video. It breaks into a different song. So I'm not sure. Yeah, it sounds if like it's a different a, song. Yeah, I don't know if it's like another song that's on the album or mm-hmm. if it's, this is. Oh, I took it as the same thing, but yeah, I don't. I mean, it's it the video be. made it sound, made it seem as so. Yeah. Um, but I really even like like that. that Missy Elliott song. used to do that a lot. I was gonna say, yeah, like Missy would have two songs, one video, like right? Which is kind of a cool thing. But yeah, yeah I mean, tricks people. Two I really, I really love the the visual. It makes me like the song even more, and I'm kind of really excited to see what he's talking about more on on the album pretty much yeah i was i loved this song i mean i've i like a lot of what i've heard from the new album um i was not the listening party i've not heard the whole thing but like this song is just he's he's doing like trying really different things with the different songs on this which i really appreciate yeah and like yeah it's, it's kind of beautiful it has a like a slow wobbly bass line and just like the kind of it's like it's it's a really spaced out sound like i don't even know if i'd call it electronica but it, it does like kind of have a like slower moby from the 90s or like yeah even like i could like almost kind of like a sigur rose vibe at points like just this like spaced out like floating in the ether like going nowhere but like being content with where you are sort of thing yeah i wonder how much of it was just like he's was high or doing some sort of no, like r- really some sort of drugs while in the studio making this music, being like, I want to sound how I feel. What kind of kind drug of? do you think he did while making LSD? If you had to I guess, I don't, I don't know. Love, sex, and drugs. Probably a lot of blow. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the video, and yeah, the video is trippy as as you would expect yeah. from a song called LSD. Yeah, I really, I mean, I really liked it. I wonder, and like you know, the also I can't remember the name of the one with like. Mark Ronson and the one that you guys talked about. Isn't on the that every last. day? Yes, yes, every day. But I do, like you said, I do like how it, there's these different sounds coming mm-hmm. from him. And it seems very natural. I feel like sometimes things get a little shaky when a rapper goes to left field or starts experimenting, but this still seems very natural to him. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, what you weren't here last week, but what I talked about with every day was that it just felt a little overstuffed. Like it was trying to cram too much into one song. Where like it was like feature wise or like not even. Yeah. I mean, part of it was like, oh, here's Miguel singing, but right. he's singing with Rod Stewart. And oh, here's ASAP. He's jumping in. Oh, the beat changes. Oh, right. his flow changes. It just sent. It seemed like too much mm-hmm. in the span of one song, whereas this one just feels more cohesive it's it knows what it wants to be it has its vibe completely down pat and you know i think it's i don't think it's that interesting of a song but it, it sounds beautiful and he yeah. sounds great on it uh and when i say interesting I, I guess i mean lyrically but i think that he's trying to push his art forward which i respect he's trying to go from songs like wild for the night and right. and problems to something a little bit deeper and i think that's always it, it's going to be hit or miss and i feel like i feel like this album might be hit or miss in terms of the actual songs like i feel like some might be tremendous and some might just not work but i still appreciate what he's trying to do well i i mean i wasn't at the listening because i was sick but um our freelance writer kathy that was there said that a lot of it's not sounds kind of like LSD, but it's all very like, it's like a stream of consciousness type of feel. Like it mm-hmm. all kind of flows the same way that LSD does. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering I'm like excited. how, I'm wondering like how the FK Twigs feature sounds like. I believe there isn't there like an Alana Del Rey feature or 
I'm not sure what other. I don't know. You're, you're the juice. I you are like the there's juice. A, I, there's definitely FK twigs. I, <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, I can't remember the other female feature that's on the album, but yeah, I got you excited. Joe. Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited for this album. I think you know, kind of what you were saying, Jason. It's like he's he's just really like expanded his palette, and I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I have faith in the songs. I liked the everyday song, but uh I think at the very least, like we're just gonna get a a, a broader swath of sounds from him. Yeah. And um I and I think he's a really talented rapper and like he can handle that. Like like you were saying, I don't think um doing different lanes like gets away from him very easily. Yeah. Whereas yeah, a lot of rappers are kinda of better off just like sticking with what they do best. I have a I have a question for you that's not related to the song. And I feel like you might know. Okay. You look so confused I right now. I can't see more. Oh, okay. So, go ahead. <laughs> Is there ever going to be a proper ASAP Mob album? I believe so. Like, I, I, I strongly believe so. I know that ASAP Berg is working on his own music. I think that they've just now come to a place where each, most of them, not just two of them now, want to do, like, solo things. Yeah. So, I think with them, it's more of, like, scheduling. It's nothing to do with, like, chemistry or anything. Yeah. But I'm just, wondering now that you mention it i wonder how much of like maybe like a difference of taste in music all of them may have may have something yeah. to do with making the album if like this is what rocky's sounding and i believe that ferg wants to be a little bit more serious with his music so i can just picture that being a project i would really want to listen to especially now because you know they would have like a yams tribute and yeah definitely ferg has really come into his own and obviously rocky's a superstar so I think it'd be great. Yeah, I think it's it's still going to happen. I feel like we've all bugged them when any of us had a chance to like interview them, but I yeah. think it's more of like a scheduling thing. Guess we'll see. All right. Well, let's keep keep the hope. Keep, I am keeping <laughs> keep the hope the alive. Hope. All right. Well, let's listen to uh, let's drop some LSD on the Must Your Music <laughs> podcast. I'm shaking You're my so head at my own pun. I know. Uh, <laughs> all right. ASAP Rocky LSD. <laughs> All right, that was a new ASAP Rocky. Uh, next, let's switch gears entirely and move to some little mix. Yeah. So we've got little, little some mix. little mix. Yeah. ASAP mix. ASAP so. Perry Edwards. <laughs> Song is uh, Black Magic. Here's a fun fact for you guys. By the way, we spoke about Pretty Girls a couple weeks ago on the Must Hear Music podcast. Did you know that Little Mix have all four members have writing credits on Pretty Girls? That's awesome You're for them. You're kidding me. I, I'm like barely believing this. No, it's Wait, true. Wait, so really all of them are like actually songwriters? No, I think what happened was that the song was in a very early stage okay. intended for them. And then they contributed See, a little bit. This is what, I mean, not that Pretty Girls is like a lot of people don't like it, but remember you suggested I write a piece about the problem with girl groups these days. Yeah. Um, the problem being just that they can't score hits. And that was one of the things I was saying is that like a-list female artists solo singers like get kind of first pick at these things and then so they like kind of get the leftovers you know it's hard for them to get like the big pop single because britney or rihanna or whoever's already taken it yeah there's a there are a ton of co-writers on pretty girls and all of little mix are among them anyway so black magic is a little mix song it officially comes out on thursday it leaked on the internet on wednesday and 
It is. I, I, I've been a definite mixer. <laughs> that's their that's their fan army. Yeah, Come on. Uh, I'm I, I'm definitely a supporter of, of Little Mix from. Why, why do you seem. Still rubs me the wrong way. Uh, go ahead. What what rubs you the wrong way? You said that you're a mixer. That's so weird. But I, I continue. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's no, what they're yes, called. It just sounded. It just sounded weird. Go ahead. Anyway. I, <laughs> I, I no, I, I really enjoy them as like a UK girl group that like heir to the throne of like Girls Aloud and my personal favorite, the Pipettes, and they have put out two albums so far. Both of those albums debuted in the top ten in the in the US. They just never had any US hits. Wings was kind of like a little bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. They made a song with. Missy Elliott, how you doing? And last album called Salute, they had some great, great songs on it, but just none of them did anything on the Hot 100. So here comes Little Mix again with Black Magic, which I assume is going to preview their third album. And it's just uh, another just perfect kind of pop song. It's just so breezy, and it reminds me a little bit of the other, like, not their their quote-unquote rival, but they're actually not rival, Fifth Harmony, Sledgehammer, a song we talked about on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It just seems that way where it's just so ornately constructed and the harmonies just go so well together. And, you know, it's just like, it's. I, I was listening to this song, and it's like, it's so hard to hate this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you're, if girl groups, like I, I write about pop music a lot. So like I write about girl groups. I mean, a lot. Yeah. You're a little biased. I'm a little biased, but like, I can't imagine I liked someone. It, so. Yeah. I can't imagine someone listening to this and be like, like, what is this? like, it's just, it's so likable. It's just so, Flanwood. it's so light. Well, yeah, I mean, you, but, um, it's so, it's so light and just very, it's, it's, it's not, it's not deep at all, but it's just fun and exciting and refreshing yeah i i think well i think you're wrong first of all i think this is a deep song i think this okay. really says black magic it's, it's kind real? of like the full history of yeah voodoo overall we're supposed throughout to the centuries. interpret the songs the way we want them to jace um and it's deep for joe and uh this is uh basically like um the Prestige. It's basically the movie of the the Christian Bale movie. Right. Yes. Um, and there's even a David <laughs> Bowie appearance on the song, just like The Prestige of has course, David Bowie in course. it. Um, no, I also really liked this song. I think um, in you know in terms of people who just don't like pop music, this is probably a little too saccharine. But I think most people are open to pop these days. Yeah. Um, I think most people have a wider tastes than they used to. You know, like 10, 15 years ago. And I, you know, I don't want to say like this will be their top twenty hit or something, but I do think it stands out in that it is catchier, probably better constructed than a lot of their stuff. And yeah. I really do appreciate um, the verses are like equally as strong as the chorus. Like it kind of has like there's a guitar riff going on. It has like a little oomph to it that you don't always hear. Like a lot of pop songs some pop songs they've done like have yeah. great choruses and then kind of fall off on the verses like the, this has a very strong like every second is like justifies it being there yeah it doesn't slouch off i totally agree wow guys that's i don't even know what to say <laughs> uh, no i really like the song it's super catchy and fun and it if it, it just sounds like it fits them like perfectly like each one of them you know especially like you said the hook just seems like it was like 
meant for them, which actually means probably a little bit more after we talked about how girl groups usually write for other artists and don't yeah. get like first picks. So I feel like they actually got like a winner that was meant for them and they kind of took it to where it needed to be. I have a, a gossipy question oh. and I'm trying to call it the lyrics. I can't exactly remember what it is, but, but there's something in this that's about like how they have like a poison or a serum that like makes the boys come to them. Do you think like having that lyric was a conscious decision? Cause Perry Edwards is in little mix and she is like in the unique position of being the only girl in the world to actually be engaged to someone who was in one direction. Yeah, to Zane. I mean, she's like, and this song is about like someone like capturing a boy's attention. Like, do you think they were like playing off of that intentionally? Joe told you this was deep for him. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm getting a little too yeah, deep. Yeah, I think into you're this. getting a little too deep, man. But I don't. I don't Entertain know. Joe. Yeah. Entertain I'll the say, idea. I'll yeah. say absolutely without a doubt. All right, no, I don't perfect. Know. Um, the le- the last thing I want to say before we move on is I just I have no idea if this if this group will ever score a U.S. hit. They're they're a big deal in the U.K. That's they play arenas in the Why UK. Why don't you think this would be a U.S. hit? It just doesn't really sound like anything that's working on radio right now. Um, if if you look at like what Fifth Harmony has been doing, like they they put out song like like Sledgehammer was I think a great song, but it just wasn't that big of a hit. And now they're doing Worth It, which is a much bigger hit, but it's more like rhythmic, kid inks on it. So that's like that style is working much more for them. Pop like rap, not like rap. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it sort of can be like crossed over a little bit to like rhythmic radio, but I I just don't know if a song like this is going to work. But I mean, I I hope so. I think it's great, but uh, it'll be interesting to see if this group ever really impacts the U.S. They have such a huge fan base internationally and um, not to say that they don't have U.S. fans, but it's just nothing compared to the rest of the world. So, All right, well, let's just give a listen to this jam. It's uh, Little Mix Black Magic. All right, that was the new Little Mix, Black Magic. Uh, next up, let's do one of mine. This is one I'm very excited about. Ooh. I'm excited about this whole album. It's So it's Shamir, who we've talked about once before oh, on yeah. the Must Hear Music podcast. We talked about uh, his song, Call It Off, which is also on the album that just dropped called Ratchet. Uh, and I wanted to talk about Make a Scene or just in general, the whole album, which yeah. is, I think so, f- I've only, admittedly, I've only listened to it start to finish twice, but I think it is one of my favorite things yeah, it's, out it's, this year. It's just, I, I really love like off-kilter pop music that doesn't sound like much else out there. And yeah. like there's touchstones for this, certainly. Like he's kind of got an electro disco-y sound. Like definitely if LCD sound system hadn't existed, it's hard to imagine that he would be making this music. Other than that, like it really doesn't sound like much else. It sounds to there. me like like LCD sound system or like Hot Chip, but their front man like just tried to rap the whole time. Right. Yeah. He's it's like, like he's like talking rappy. It's yeah. like a sing speak. Like, yeah. 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 It, it's and like, like, like if I tried this, to rap. Like personality for him because of how he like rap talks. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I mean he has a very if you're unfamiliar he has a very unusual voice. Uh, it's called countertenor which is something most people don't have but it's just a, a pretty androgynous sound yeah so you're listening to it and it's neither feminine nor masculine um and then the music is like that too like this is mm-hmm. it's kind of like party music and it has like an i would say an erotic vibe but not sexy 
um, which is kind of, I'm mm. <laughs> laughing at myself as I'm saying that, but kind of like the, the trick that David Bowie would pull off or like even Prince, like you yeah. would talk a lot about sex, but it's not exactly sexy, you know? Hmm. Um, but anyways, so the, so the song I picked, Make a Scene, one of the reasons I just like, the lyrics are incredible. There's uh, girls like guys who are ripped and buff, boys like girls who have big butts. And after he says sure. big butts, it cuts to this like really like cheesy 80s electric guitar riff. Like totally just like, you know, like you would see in an 80s movie, like a hot chick walks by and then the guitar is like, or something. <laughs> it's just like, there's like in jokes on this album. Yeah. It's just like, and there's even cowbell on this song. Yes. It sounds fun. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? It, it reminds me of uh, Talking Heads, like speaking in, speaking in tongues album a can lot. See that. And which I love. And it's, he's having so much fun with what I, I feel like I use the word fun a lot on this podcast. I'm starting to. There's nothing wrong with fun though. Because of you. Wow. No, I don't think it, I don't think it's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't Maybe think. we'll look up synonyms for fun that you can use yeah. next. Very time. enjoyable. We'll give you a little chart. Yeah, exactly. Ha- he's really enjoying can himself. Can you tell he's, we're writers? He's can having we? a blast. He's enthralled with okay, his. Okay, stop it. All right. <laughs> no, this I, is the, oh, I, I was, I'm impressed. Hey, thank you. Thank How you. old is he? How old is Shamir? He's twenty. I thought he was younger. He makes I know, me feel really. bad about my. I know it makes goals. me feel like what have I done? Like, You're yeah. like 25. Like, I am not 25, but okay, that sorry. is not something we'll talk. 27. I am. I'm almost not 27. Hey, you don't want to out his age on the podcast. <laughs> why would you know, I? So, like, why? Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, the reason I brought up his age is because I like that it just feels very him. Like it's very. It's still also very chill, is what I like. Maybe it's because of like the tone of his voice or the yeah. way he raps, but like it just seems he seems very comfortable and he seems like he's just having fun and it, it's not over the top. It just shows you don't need to be like over the top to like have fun in your music or make it sound like you're having fun. And like you said, like the lyrics also, especially on this song, are kind of great. Like I love them. Like anyone could uh, appeals to like pretty much anybody. Yeah, I feel like and kind of building off what you said. He, he he definitely feels comfortable. He sounds so confident on this entire album. Yeah. Like he, it sounds like his whole worldview is completely unflappable. Like when you say like um, the girl, the girls who like this and the guys mm-hmm. who like, like he's he he's almost stating them as fact. Like oh, there's yeah. never there's yeah. never any part of this album where he's not in control of. That's a his good way lyrics. of putting it. He said that girls cry because they don't find good guys and i just want to say that that's very true <laughs> and then he says that then like instead they go make a scene which is also very true emo podcast. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like, of course you pick out the most emo lyric on the album <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm but, so predictable guys i know I'm but sorry. uh yeah i mean listen to all of ratchet whoever's listening the whole to this. thing uh the whole thing is so good and it's I mean, yeah, it's it's certainly not for everyone. I think if you like, if you have an open mind about like weird pop, you will definitely like it. Yeah. Um, I've been reading some reviews of it, and the thing I think if you, the the way you wouldn't get it is I've read a few people who are like, oh, this sounds good, but it needs to be a little more polished. And I'm like, if you're saying that, you 100% don't understand yeah. what he's going for. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if you do, it's incredible. Um, Shamir Ratchet's the album and the song we're about to listen to is called Make a Scene. Like girls who have big butts and girls are sad all of the time because good guys are so hard to find so why not go out and make a scene. All right, that was Shamir 
uh, make a scene. Next up, let's do, who should we do? Let's do BBMA uh, Highlight, Tori Kelly. Oh. So uh, the song we're talking about is Should Have Been Us, which is different than the song she performed, which was Nobody Love at the Billboard Music Awards. Um, which was, I think, definitely one of the highlights. I think we, we spoke about it. I mean, yeah. it was like an acoustic performance. Sure. She was in that kind of like unenviable position of, on a, a very star-studded lineup where like pretty much everyone who played the Billboard Music Awards is a household name. Yeah. Tori Kelly is not a household name. Um, it's in my household. I just want to Maybe say in that. the Ramirez household. But, <laughs> of one, okay. But that's like a tough spot to be in. Like you really have to... Come especially and then doing an acoustic song, but yeah. like man, she just like totally owned it. Was just like so arresting. She was and definitely nervous ahead of time. We we spoke to her on the red carpet, and she was like, "I'm really excited. Thank you, Billboard, for having me." Ah! Like, I mean, yeah. it didn't show it. She sounded just yeah. like, or maybe that was it. She, she turned that energy on. into just like, pop, you know, like a powerful yeah. delivery. But, um, but I'm kick it to you because it was your pick, Erica. Um. As Jason knows, I've been obsessed with Tori Kelly for a minute now. Obsessed, yeah. Dear No One is like, again, very predictable. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I need to like that song. That's <laughs> so sad. I wonder if I'm going to read this email when I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, you'll just listen to Little Mix when you have a boyfriend. Yeah, it'll, it'll just be, be Little That's Mix. Very and you'll true. be like, now I have my Zane. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe I'll just stay boyfriendless. Um, so, no, I'm a huge fan of Tori Kelly. And I'm glad you guys brought up the Billboard performance because it's exactly why. It's because of that voice that she like possesses. So I'm really glad that she did like that song, like an acoustic set. And this song, you know, she also like shows off kind of her vocals. But it's a little bit, it's also like fun, not too crazy it's still very chill but I, I kind of i think it kind of fits going off of the last single which i believe is a little bit more pop am i wrong just like the one that she yeah. performed yeah so this one s- seems like a little bit more chill than that i'm wondering like if she's gonna have a little bit more like r&b to this album because i feel like she would also do great to kind of combine the pop and r&b sound um because of her style and her sound but i mean i think this is just a really cool like fun song good second or third single i want to say yeah um so yeah i mean that's pretty much i've been kind of obsessively listening to tori kelly you have been i know so i put it out on my spotify <laughs> people need to stop lurking i love lurking just don't tell spotify. me that you're lurking uh, don't oh, grab. Well, i lurk and i don't tell you is that okay uh, okay then? that's fine oh uh, people I tell me and they you. screen grab it and they're like are you okay 
And I'm like, no, yeah, I'm, listening, I'm listening to Childish Gambino. What do you think? Like, no. <laughs> Anyways. People haven't done that to me in a while, and I appreciate that they haven't done it. So, but it's yeah. like, why, how are you, are you surprised that I'm listening to Childish Gambino? Like, no. Or Tori yeah, Kelly? Like, you know? Yeah. Okay, anyways, go okay, ahead. Anyway. <laughs> wow, that's very, that veered in a, into a dark place. Yeah, it's not end. really dark. Okay, go ahead. Here's what else I'm angry about. <laughs> Erica Ramirez. I'll save it for that's the That's on the juice, podcast. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Tori Kelly is someone that I really admire in terms of her technical ability. I don't know if she has like a lane yet. And that's that's kind of my impression that I've been getting from her songs. Like, I kind of like this song in the same way I kind of like Nobody Love, but I just feel like she has the voice. I just don't know if she... What lane do you think? I think that's why I kind of want to see how she sounds with like R&B. I would love that, Because yeah. I'm wondering if that like would fit her because I, I agree that she doesn't have like this lane. She this kind of talent. has an R&B flavor. I mean, it samples the famous sample that's in run dmc's pied piper peter piper yeah which is like appears in you know eight million hip-hop songs so there's definitely like a flavor of Mm -hmm. like rap to it but it's it's certainly not like a straightforward r&b yeah it's just i i don't know because the uh, the other thing like i listen to like nobody love and the verses of that the the chorus of that song is is very much like it's a little bit like the percussion's a little harder it's definitely more r&b but then the verses are very much like natasha beddingfield right which is like I thought we liked Natasha Bedingfield. I don't dislike on this Natasha Bed- Bedingfield at all. I don't dislike that. And and like if she if that's what Tori Kelly's aiming like for. Be- I mean, I think Natasha Bedingfield is like this daydreamy type of like sound to her. Yeah. And I guess that doesn't go. I guess with the production of the song, but I just I want. I'm trying to think of another artist who's lane like would she would gear towards. I feel like I. The only thing I know for sure about Tori Kelly is that she can sing very well, but I don't know anything else about her in terms of her music. And that and that's not like it's a little early though. Well, yeah, I think she also has like style. And that's what I was just. And that's what I I was going to say. She has like a look that like. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Like I think that she's charming. I think that she has like this kind of charisma. You saw it at the Billboard Music Awards that could lead her into really some some great performance opportunities i just don't in terms of like recorded stuff not there yet and again like you guys said it's early but i just i don't know i want to i want to hear what direction she goes in okay and i'm just going to be stuck on like what direction that should be I'll guide you, Tori Kelly. Let me figure it out. Wow. <laughs> no, You'll just, plan her career. No, I'm like, I'm one, like, you know, I'm trying, like, I'm thinking, like, Ariana Grande has that type of, like, pop yeah. R&B feel, but, like, I can't imagine, I don't know, like, that song, like, that music with Tori Kelly's vocals. But, so, I, get, like, but I guess that's the, that's the point, is, like, you heard Ariana Grande's first single or first two singles, The Way and Baby I. You knew exactly what, she, like, you just know what she's about. Like, yeah. you just understand what. And she's she's branched out from that into like more dance stuff and more pop, but like you just kind of understand her voice and where she fits in. I don't feel like that with Tori Kelly yet. I feel you. I I can see that. Well, let's yeah. let's listen to Tori Kelly. Song is should have been us. Uh, in Jason's eyes, it should have been <laughs> better else? or something else. I don't even think it's a bad song. I, know. I no, just I know. but yeah. Listen All right. to the song. Let's listen to Tori Kelly.
right, that was Tori Kelly, Should Have Been Us. Um, next up, let us look at, what do we got? Let's talk about Jamie XX of the XX featuring Young Thug and Pop Can. Pop, two A's in Pop yeah. Can? Is that Pop Can? Kane? I think it's Kane. Pop Can? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, song is I know there's going to be good times. Yeah. And this uh this like just dropped. I almost want to let I almost want to let Erica take lead on A's? this. Yeah. I'm obsessed with this song. Uh, first of all, I could actually hear what Young Thug is saying, so that's <laughs> that was a cool. good thing. And he's pretty funny yeah. when you actually can hear him rap. <laughs> um I don't know, it's like a a blend of like amazing like genres of like pop R&B, like the dance hall type of feel i don't know if is jamie xx behind the production as well yeah he's like he's the xx in the band the xx he's he's like their production guy yeah so that's like his lane primarily okay yeah that's i don't know i'm just i'm it's such like a it's like a dance song that you wouldn't expect to like fall in love with but i think that it's just it's pretty addicting like the minute that you hear it so thanks, Chase, for putting yeah. me and others on. Yeah, I try. I haven't listened to like the other stuff. I know he released like a four, is it like a four song EP? Like two, there's like a four song EP yeah. he put out this, I don't know how. I think, he, I think it was a preview of right, his album. Right, of this. Or it, was, it was billed like something like that. I haven't like heard that. that, but if like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, I'm all about Jamie XX and Young Thug teaming up. Like that's just something I have to hear and it, it totally delivers. And I agree with you. You said that you can understand what Young Thug's saying. And it's funny because Young Thug has become this sort of phenom in hip hop while also being kind of a mush mouth. And I mean, it's true. A mush mouth. That's a Fat Albert. That's a Fat Albert. It's reggae, not dancehall, guys. I just want to correct. No, I mean, listen, people... Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> so I, I just think that to hear him singing so euphorically on this song is just a treat. I, and to have Jamie XX giving him the sort of sonic palette with which to do that, it's just it's just beautiful. Like it, This is just like a, a purely gorgeous song and just a jam. Like this is like somebody, I think our colleague Stephen Horowitz tweeted out this song and said like this is the summer jam. And I kind of yeah, agree with him I like, I, like i would love to listen to this i all could summer. like see or hear this song being played at like rooftop parties and like barbecues mm-hmm. yeah and it's like just why not a very like chill dance song like i don't know i mean i think that jamie xx kind of did magic with this one and it's funny because young thug doesn't as as engaging and as non-serious as he is he he doesn't really have that many chill songs you know what i mean yeah, I mean, he has his own kind of chills. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's like stone, like, like stoner song. isn't like a chill song, right? Um, and yeah, it's just like a Barter Six, his new mixtape is is a little darker more than mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend this. Yeah, it, I don't have much to add. I think it's it's awesome. I also think barbecue when I hear this yeah. song. Barbecue, yeah, yeah, Let's summer have a barbecue, barbecue jam. Let's have a barbecue. Must, a must hear <laughs> A must eat barbecue. Must eat barbecue. I like All right. that. Yeah. All right, we're out of control, guys. Yeah, that, that got out of, right, out of our hands pretty quickly. Um, yeah, so let's listen to it. It's Jamie XX featuring Young Thug and Pop Kane. Uh, I know there's going to be good times. It's the song. Good times. There's going to be some good times. Man, we used to pull up and let them fight at that hood time. Remember I used to grab on that ass when it was about that wood time. It 
That's the new Jamie XX, and next and last one of my picks, we have um, something I don't think anyone was like expecting, but we got it anyways. It's a new Courtney Love song. Oh yeah. Uh, it is called Miss Narcissist, which is you know just I mean the whole thing like from the title to the sound is just like classic Courtney. Like this is a, a screechy like um, like empowering like balls out grunge song. Uh, you know, and the title is obviously Miss Narcissist. Like she is both, she's talking about, the lyrics talk about someone in the third person, but she is very much like playing off of her image and the way people perceive her. Um, and in some ways she's kind of like owning some of that. And in other ways she's ironically attacking people who, um, you know, talk about her in derogatory terms for decades at this point. Um, you know, she is talking about someone who's a thief and a parasite. That's something that's kind of plagued her throughout her career. You know, people have been like, oh, you're just, you know, sucking off of Kurt Cobain's fame. Or then, you know, when she was with Billy Corgan, like, oh, now you're just leeching off of him. Um, which is, of course, ridiculous because she's just like, I think one of the the best rock vocalists of the last 20 years lived through this is an all-time classic, you know, every bit as good. Yeah. Okay, maybe not as like Nirvana, but every bit as good as most other rock classics from that era. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, and this song, no, this is not as good as Live Through This, but this new song, Miss Narcissist, is awesome. It sounds very honest. Um, there's an interesting part where she's singing about no apologies, which I have to assume is kind yes. of like, of you know, her take on Nirvana's all apologies. Yep. Um, it's, it's great. I don't know. What, what did you think of it? Yeah, I, I, I kind of have like a soft spot for latter day Courtney Love music. I liked, I actually liked the last whole album. A lot. And I liked what she's put out in terms of what I didn't like is is what she did on Empire. Did you get did you are that you was Aww. terrible. Yeah. When I, she I, sang she do Take that? Me to the River, it was so and it just didn't make sense for the character. Yeah. I didn't it, like her role. I, I mean I didn't like that they that gave was, her that role. That was yeah, that was a bad subplot I don't know. of I mean, Empire. I, and I'm just, not like I don't yeah. know. Courtney Love as much as you guys know, but it's just more of like, come on. Give I mean, like her, a little bit her more. voice is yeah. rough and it just is rough and it just didn't make sense that she would have been some like vocal powerhouse from the 90s yeah. who like isn't an, an R&B singer. It's, You're like, that just would yeah, not, that's, that's a, never What a weird happened. thing. Like just have her play herself. Like, exactly. Just have it's her like play Courtney Love. Subliminal shots. So anyway, uh, yeah, this is, so what is this from? I, 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 it's I don't like a think one-off? it's from anything. I think it's a one-off. I mean, there's always, I think, the chance that we could get an album, but I've, I, as far as I'm aware, she's not working on one. You know, she's got yeah. that. Lana Del Rey tour. Mem- yeah, the, the tour with Lana Del Rey. Memoirs being held up. She was recently in an off-off Broadway thing that I saw, which was actually really awesome. It Did found you? her singing in kind of like an electronica context and it was just like really weird and somehow worked. Weird. Um, yeah. Um, well, it's, it's, it's a great little one-off. I, I would say that. I, I, I think that it's, it's definitely like a very self-effacing song and in a way it's very self-aware in a way that I, I appreciate. Um, I really appreciate it. Like the lyrics of the song. Yeah. You know, I'm not a huge Courtney Love fan because I have not heard Courtney Love so much as much as people or that's, you guys have. That's fair. I, at least you're bold about it. And in I listen. It. No, I mean, it's uh, not what I grew up with, so yeah. not what I listen to, but I kind of respect, 
usually what she says or how she says it. I feel like you would enjoy some like yeah. classic hole. Yeah, it's just put like me on? I will put you on to some classic hole. Okay. I I I'm a big celebrity skin guy as well, and uh, I mean, live through this is great, but I I personally love celebrity skin. So going to bed for celebrity skin. Yeah, let's do it. Um. Yeah, no, there I can definitely see. There are a few like emo vibes to some of the whole things. I, yeah. I think Eric could get you in on that. Me. Yeah. Um, but so let's listen to it. It's Courtney Love, new song, Miss Narcissist. That was a new Courtney Love, and uh, that's all we got for this week's Must Hear Music podcast. What a week! What a week! I no, like the mix of songs. I really shows. liked the mix of songs too. It was nice hope, and eclectic. I hope everyone did. I hope, I hope all the listeners, hope the did. listeners at home, or walking <laughs> around just public, threw our hands up as if we don't do this for people to listen to. <laughs> I forget sometimes. <laughs> He's just like I'm just happy holding a microphone and talking I'm just into happy it. Happy to be here, guys. That's yeah. All. Um. <laughs> Go get your contacts, Erica. I know, I can't see. My this is a tough week. It's a rough week for her. I know. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And if you've got some recommendations, tweet them in at us. And uh, yeah, especially for like summer song stuff, you know. Yeah. If there's oh, anything yeah. you're thinking is going to be the jam for this summer, especially kind of, you know, like the off the beaten trail sort of thing. What what summer Let jams? us know. Um, all right. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.